all people out there, men and women, don't be afraid of your success. And don't be afraid of wanting to be successful, to wanting a better career, and stepping out of your comfort zone of the day-to-day -day grind, whatever job that you are doing that you think is all that you are going to achieve. Do not be afraid. It is completely okay to want something better for your life. Job Hunting Podcast, a weekly resource to help you job hunt and advance in your career. I'm your host, Renata Bernardi, a former CEO and senior executive turned career coach and job hunting expert. I'm helping you earn more, become more employable, and achieve your career goals faster with less stress and less guesswork. Do you want to get my client's job search starter pack? Go to my website, renatabernardi.com, and download it now. Start making successful plans for your future. Now sit back, relax, and let's dive right in. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Job Hunting Podcast. This is episode 88 and I've been so inspired to talk to you about this. I'm actually worried I'm going to jumble my words because I'm feeling a bit emotional. It's about not being afraid of your career success and how we corporate professionals tend to self-sabotage our careers. It's so sad and I see that all the time. So <laughs> I was inspired to record this. There's not really a script that I'm following. I just have a few notes here from recent conversations that I've had with professionals. Unfortunately, they tend to be women, which upsets me even more. You know, when I decided to become a career coach, for some reason I thought that I would be working mostly with women and for women because that's my lived experience. And I thought I had learned so much from having kids, from raising them and managing a career together with all of that. And my husband being away so much because he worked in a different country. And I thought, well, I can certainly help women. But you know what? Most of my clients are men. Uh, what can I say? I kind of knew that when at the beginning of my consulting business, if you followed me for a while, you know that I've left my corporate career at the end of 2018 and I very quickly started consulting and my consulting company is called Pantala. I'm rebranding Pantala so that it becomes my outplacement organization. So I'm not doing corporate consulting anymore, but I very quickly started consulting and I helped a business school re-establish their executive programs, you know, the programs that sit alongside the MBA, but are very short and easy to do. And one of them was targeting women and female corporate executives. And it was so damn hard to convince those women to come in and do a program. Whereas for the other programs where men and women were, of course, supposed to come and do tough negotiations or public speaking or whatever it was, most of the executives coming in to do those programs were men and they would just go, yep, let's sign up and off they went. And for women, it was, you know, a couple of conversations, lots of telephones and then in the end they would decide to not continue and not do it. I even remember once we had an MBA alumni of ours who was the manager of a female professional in Canberra. I remember that very well and he said 
this program sounds great. I wish I could do it, which was very funny because it was designed just for women. But I want my employee to do it and reach out to her. Here's her number. Here's her email. I then got in touch with her and she said, oh, no, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for this. And I said, listen, your boss has told you to do it. He is willing to invest for you to come here, fly here, have a hotel, stay here and do this program. I'm pretty sure that this is for you. <laughs> and it will certainly help your career. So yeah, so I kind of realized back then that I couldn't have a career coaching business focused on women only because that wouldn't be commercially sound for me to do. And I discussed this, in fact, with Michelle Redfern at a previous episode because she had the same problem. And, you know, if you want to listen to that interview with Michelle Redfern, who is a wonderful executive coach based here in Australia, I will uh, link it in the episode show notes below. But regardless, all people out there, men and women, don't be afraid of your success. And don't be afraid of wanting to be successful, to wanting a better career and stepping out of your comfort zone of the day-to-day -day grind, whatever job that you are doing that you think is all that you're going to achieve. Do not be afraid. It is completely okay to want something better for your life. Yes, it is a privilege to have that opportunity to not be at the bottom of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. If you are like me and you are in Australia or a developed country, you are so lucky to have the opportunity to actually think about your career above and beyond, you know, putting food on the table. I know that that's a privilege but make the most out of it, not just for you, but for others, others that are coming after you and the people that are surrounding you. If it's going to make you happier and you're going to get out more of this life, invest in it. It's great that you want to do something more for yourself and your career, so don't be afraid. Most importantly, I feel that people don't feel like they deserve it. It's that feeling that they don't deserve it that really saddens me when I talk to potential clients that then decide that they don't want to do coaching or they can't or they don't, you know, they don't want to invest in themselves. It may be the upbringing, you know, the blue collar type of family or family traditions where you were supposed to reach a certain level of career ambition and then plateau at some stage. I know that my husband and I struggle with that, with this type of upbringing that we had. And trying to break away from that for us is very hard. I'm not even sure that we have completely done it yet, but we're often trying really hard to break away from those sort of values that tend to plateau our own ambitions, you know. So that's something that you should sort of think about if what you're trying to achieve in your life is really what you want or is, is it the life that was expected of you. Also, the concept of always looking after others more than you look after yourself, that's clear self-sabotaging. And I was listening to an episode with Mia Freeman and girls from Mamma Mia Outlouders 
I'll put a link to it below. And they were talking about the difference between having fun and investing in themselves versus what women tend to do, which is, oh, I'm just going to get my nails done or I'm just going to buy you know, this bag. And that is something that is still a task and still a thing and not really an investment in yourself, in your well-being. And it's really not fun. The definition of fun is doing something that doesn't give you anything back but joy. <laughs> so we kind of tend to, uh, yeah, always overthink everything that we're doing. And it has to be a task that has an input and an output and a clear impact of some kind. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but that same principle applies for investing in yourself and in your career. Sometimes people say, well, I can't invest in this, but then they go and they invest in something completely useless, frankly, and it's not really going to make a difference in their ability to raise more revenue or income or achieve their career ambitions, all the things that they romanticize and dream about, but don't have a clear plan to achieve. You can overcome that. It's never too late to start this process of self-love, really. It's never too late to be what you might have been. You know, this is a, a quote from George Eliot, which ironically was not a George. It was Marianne Evans and George Eliot was her pen name and she was an English novelist. But I really love that quote. It's never too late to be what you might have been. We are going to live a very long life. I've said this before on this podcast. And I don't care if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s or 60s or above. There is time still for you to invest in having the career that you dream and achieve the success that you want. I want to talk a little bit about the idea of success and failure and that dichotomy that we discuss so much in career management and in our professional life. I think people have this idea that success is the tip of a mountain that once you reach and you get to the top, that's it. There you are. There is success. But no, success is a mindset. It's a frame of mind. It's also a plan well designed for yourself that makes you feel that you're in control of your life achievements, that makes you feel comfortable wherever you are in your personal journey. So many times you achieve success and you don't feel successful. And so many times you fail miserably only to realize that it was the best thing that happens to you. So, you know, I think we need to relearn and scramble success and failure together and relearn what those things mean to us. So much learning comes from trying and giving things a go. And I don't want people to misunderstand success and failure in their careers, in their lives. To scramble it all together, it's all a great experience and a great adventure. And we need to rethink those concepts when thinking about our careers and when we're planning for our future. And also, we should not be so quick to judge ourselves and others in their career successes and career failures. So remember that and be kind to each other and to yourself. All right, I got that off my chest. I feel so much better now. I will send this episode to a lot of people that have reached out to me in the past, I don't know, 
two years. Let's see what they have to say. And if you have anything to say about this episode or any other episode, you can email me, you can send me a message. If you have signed up for my newsletter, all you need to do is reply back and I will get your comments. And if you have not signed up for my newsletter, why not? Sign up for my newsletter. It's weekly. It sends you the new episode every week, plus a whole bunch of other resources that I like to share with my mailing list, my community. So join the tribe. There's a link to it in the episode show notes, or you can go to my website. It's renatabernardi.com. R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E. Bye for now, and I'll talk to you again next time.